recording <laughs> Sorry for that. Sorry, I'm still a little bit. John, Jonathan, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not feeling that great right now. Um, but it's okay. We're going to get through it. We're going to get through it. Put our heads by, down, power through, and we'll get through it. Sure, sure. And by it, I think we both mean this week's installment of our popular new quiz game, Dock Worker, Longshoreman, or Stevedore. Oh, right. Oh, we I'm referenced, excited. We referenced I'm this excited. game last week. A lot of people, we didn't play it. A lot of people wrote in angrily to complain that we didn't play the game. It's false. None of last week's episodes have been posted yet, so people don't even know they're angry <laughs> that they haven't heard this game. Yeah, assholes. I'll get around to it. They'll Asshole. probably be up by the time this one's up. Asshole listeners, that's what I say. Well, any, there's a good, there's a good chance. Look, I, I don't think we should ever post any <laughs> with you. Anyway, anywho, get rules of the game are simple. I'm gonna name someone, and you have to guess whether that person is a dock worker a longshoreman, or a stevedore. And this is according to Wikipedia. Um, we're going to jump is right in. Is longshoreman the only one of those that's gendered? Um, I mean, I think they are all, I think strictly speaking, yes. I think in a... Or is, uh, St- is stevedore considered gendered? Yeah, I mean, it's got Steve in it, you know. Um, uh, the female Steve. version of that is Steve Adet or Steve Adess. Right. Um, Stevie door. Um, you know, I, th- I think they're all, it's a profession that's been coded male for many years, but that doesn't, you know, that says more about us than about the job of loading and unloading boats or ships or whatever. And is also is loading the same thing as lading. This is a great. These are all great questions, Jonathan. I'm glad. We're I thank you. This we, we, we 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 both prepared for this episode. I'm glad we're having this conversation. So, Jonathan, your first your first figure is the Marlon Brando character from the movie On the Waterfront, classic movie directed by uh, Elia Kazan. Brando's character had a name. What was it? I don't. Uh, offhand, I'm not sure. Probably says somewhere in this article. <laughs> Uh, um, I'm going to go with uh, Longshoreman. You are correct, sir. You are correct. The film focuses on union violence and corruption amongst Longshoremen. Blah, 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 blah on the waterfront of Hoboken, New Jersey. How do you like that? I watched that movie and I found it pretty dull. I mean, it's a classic. It's a look. Here's what I'll say on behalf of the movie on the waterfront. I'm looking at the Wikipedia article for that movie right now. I'm probably going to have to share my screen. And the, you know, it has a little picture of the poster and the poster Uh has been colorized in such a way that Marlon Brando really looks like the Joker. I'm going to share my screen right now. John, have a look at this Marlon Brando. Doesn't he look like he's the Joker? A little bit. Yeah. His, his lips are, are, are very. Lips are very red. He's got a purple jacket. A kind of a very pale face. Looks like he's wearing some eye makeup. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. I yeah. would love. I would love to see a Marlon Brando take on the I don't Joker. Know. The way you talked that up, I thought it was going to be like, you know, like full clown makeup. But it, I mean, why would he be wearing full clown makeup on the poster? I don't know. I don't know. 
It'd be a better movie if you were. It's a movie about, you know, corruption and crime and the clown workers local. Okay, so you're one for one. Very nice work, Jonathan. Very nice work. There are four. I've got four people here for you to guess. Number two. All the new characters in season two of The Wire. Longshoreman, Doc Worker, or Stevedore? Doc Worker. And I, I'm encouraging you to talk it out in this one because I need to go back through this article and find the answer. The answer is somewhere here. Can't remember my quite strategy is. here is, is to say the first thing that comes into my mind. Smart, smart. Um, I figure that way, you know, in any case, uh, it'll be over faster. I think that's, a, that's a very get on with the business of this podcast, you know, excellent strategy. The business of this podcast is to tell you, unfortunately, Season two of The Wire introduces the stevedores of the mm. port of Baltimore. So you're one for two. Damn. You're doing, you're doing good. You're doing good. Damn. You do it. You know so what? Is each season is a different type of. Uh, yeah. Season one is the dock worker. Season, <laughs> season two, two is, is the stevedore. Yeah, yeah. Number number three, John. Item mm-hmm. three. You're halfway done. Number three is the protagonist of Deo, parentheses, the banana boat song. Oh, uh, the protagonist. Yeah, this song is sung from the point of view of mm-hmm. a dock worker, a longshoreman, or a stevedore. Oh, gosh. It probably says in the lyrics, huh? <laughs> I mean, I think that's basically the only thing. I'm going to say it's probably not stevedore, because stevedore, because I think I would remember that. Uh, I mean, it probably gonna... doesn't say in the lyrics is what I'm no? guessing, but... Like, I don't oh. think he's like, Deo, the life of a dock worker. <laughs> I'm a stevedore. <laughs> be a better song. If it, if, it, if it used all three, that would be, uh, that would be the perfect song. Uh, I'm going to say Longshoreman. Unfortunately, Jonathan, um, it is a call and response work song from the point of view of dock workers Damn. working the night shift loading bananas onto ships. Yeah. You're one for three. Your final, final answer. It's a bleak song. It is. I mean, I don't know. It's. It tells about how high the bunch of bananas are. Yeah, but it's it like seven a seven foot bunch. That's it's a, you know, it, it's in the pantheon of like bleak ass songs that are that are that where the music is more cheerful fun. than than mm. the subject matter would uh, suggest. Classic type of song. Yeah. Um. Final one. James Riddle, Jimmy Hoffa, famed union leader and um, American labor union leader who disappeared. Doc worker, definitely, definite doc worker. Jimmy Hoffa, that was that was a trick question. He was a teamster. Oh, yeah, but that wait, but he was a doc worker, right? Was he a doc worker? I honestly don't know. (laughs) It's very possible. Like that was where that was the job that. I don't know. I mean, he was well, a teamster. Yeah, a teamster is just, it's just the name of the union. The team. Okay. Right? This was interesting. I looked this up recently because of this, because of this uh, game. A teamster technically is like a truck driver and they're called oh, teamsters oh, because okay. originally it was the person who led the team of horses or cattle or whatever that pulled the wagon. So there we huh. learned a little something. Okay. Did he load and unload trucks or laid and unlaid trucks? 
It's, you know, it's honestly, it's very possible that he was a dock worker. I, I had not read that far into the article. Just says, oh, this is this article's useless. Family moved to Detroit. Hoffa was raised. Hoffa left school at the age of 14 and began working in full-time manual labor jobs to help support. That could be longshoreman, stevedore, dock worker, or teamster. Yeah. That's not helpful. It's not, no. Yeah, Wikipedia on you anyway let's let's do this uh, garfield thing i guess <laughs> all right chris you're listening to being jim davis playing castellian instead of really paying much attention to the broadcast yeah my name is jonathan gibson and i'm jim davis oh my name is christopher wender and i'm jim davis and chris if it's monday mm-hmm. it's january 30th 1984 today we're reading the 2052nd ever garfield it's a true statement. If it's my true, if then statement. Uh, what's going on in uh, in today's Garfield? Which is, uh, yeah, sure. What's Jonathan, in today's strip, we recorded this week's episodes a little early this week. So it looks like Ryan Pfeiffer hasn't got around to writing the episode synopses yet. Whatever. It's fine. We can totally handle this. We used to write all the episode synopses before Ryan took over. And we could still totally do it. No sweat. No one needs to worry about this situation. Do not panic. I'll just go ahead and summarize today's Garfield. I'll just do it right off the dome. This is a thing I can do effortlessly because I have a lot of experience and am not out of practice. Not a has-been. Can totally handle this. It's going to be fine. Okay, here goes. John, in today's Garfield, Hagar the Horrible is to... Fuck. 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 Ryan, why why do you leave us, Ryan Pfeiffer? Uh, All right. So this one has three panels. Mm -hmm. And uh, Garfield is in them. And he's engaged hover mode. Man, has he ever? Yeah, he's hovering. He's traveling uh, parallel to the X axis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The visual cues suggest that he is traveling at great speed. Mm-hmm. There's a there's a plume of smoke directly behind him. Yeah, and there's like a double wide motion line. Yeah, some little tears uh, flying off him, like sort of half interrupted by the plume of smoke, which is odd. It is a it's an unusual look. Yeah. I think it's supposed to make it look really fast. Yeah. <coughs> uh, I wonder how fast Garfield can run. That's what he's thinking, Jonathan. He's thinking, I wonder how fast I can run. It's not he running wonder, at all. He's hovering. I wonder how fast I, Garfield, can run. <laughs> it would be great if he thought I would. Uh, and his ears are back. Yeah, I like that. Parts of it, part, some hairs are flying off. Yeah, usually his ears are back like to indicate, you know, sometimes contentment or upset mm-hmm. or whatever, like strong emotion. But I think in this case, Fear, they might just be yeah. being they're pushed back by the wind. He's like in a wind tunnel, effectively. Yeah. Because yeah. of how fast he's hovering. The artificial wind. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in panel two, uh, sure. Garfield's con- continuing on, still hovering, still, still. Well, I guess we see his uh, his legs actually in motion now, which is different. Mm. And there's more smoke coming up mm. off the ground, which mm-hmm. is interesting. A lot, a lot more hairs too. It looks like. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, he's headed directly towards the uh, the front door, mm-hmm. uh, which today uh, has a cat flap in it. Doesn't always have a cat flap, but it does yeah. today. 
Mm -hmm. And his eyes are closed even tighter. Mm -hmm. Or they're closed now. They weren't closed at all yesterday. I mean, in last panel. Um, And he's thinking, I wonder what would happen if I hit this kitty door at Mach 2. I don't think he's really going Mach 2. No, I don't think so. In reality, Mach 2 is a brand of razor produced Mm -hmm. by the Gillette Corporation. Mm -hmm. That's fun. True. Uh, I'm looking up Mach number on Wikipedia right now. Atra. It doesn't matter. Garfield in panel three. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's outside now. He's on the. He's just outside the front door. Yeah. And there's a mail carrier. And the mail carrier is unconscious. Mm-hmm. And they're this they sort of face planted onto the 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 door, and it, it looks like a highly injurious fashion. Uh, the, and there's letters kind of strewn about. There's one letter that's still floating to the ground, it looks like. And um, Garfield is casually looking back at this uh, beaten shell of a man. Yeah. And he's yeah. thinking, I wonder if killing a mailman is a federal offense. Mm. This is a great question. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, not, it's not strictly, well, I mean. I think it depends, like, did you cross state lines to kill the, the mailman? I Like a mailman is a federal, federal employee, letter carrier is a federal employee, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think, okay, yeah, okay. I mean, murder you, is a crime. If you, yeah, but murder is sometimes a state crime, right? Yeah. If you kill a letter carrier, a postal worker, in the, well, they are in fulfillment of their duties as a postal worker. Does that make it, that would make it a federal crime, right? Whereas, like, if you just kill, like, if, you know, if you kill a postal worker for a reason, like in a bar fight, like unrelated to the fact that they're a postal worker, well, they're off the clock feel like that might be a state crime. Um, I feel like it's always a state crime. Like, I mean, they're not, okay, for one thing, they're not like on, yeah, like, I, I, I could see it being a question if they were, if it, if it was done like at the post office, which is federal mm-hmm. property, right? You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, well, where else are you going to... I mean, okay, I just said, where else are you going to do it? Clearly, Garfield did it at his home. Yeah. Yeah, but he's just, you know, he's a citizen of uh, Indiana, presumably. And Are cats citizens? <laughs> no, I was referring to the, the mail carrier. Oh, I see. I see. That uh, Yeah, which brings up another question. Um, mm-hmm. In this instance, like, you know, it's not John Arbuckle killing this mailman. Sure. You know, so it's not even okay. Number one, it's not, it's, uh, there's no like intent here. This is a, this be manslaughter, if anything. And number two, uh, it's Garfield perpetrating it. So if anything, I feel like it would be like, uh, you know, uh, criminal negligence, maybe. I don't know. Mm, well, this is a good point. It's not clear that Garfield intended to kill this mailman. And so that's, it's also not clear that this mailman is necessarily dead, although he does look pretty dead. <laughs> um, Jonathan, I'm, look, I met 
law.cornell.edu slash US code slash text slash 18 slash 1114. Yeah. According to uh, 18 US code 1114, protection of officers and employees of the United States. Uh, A, in general, whoever kills or attempts to kill any officer or employee of the United States or of any agency in any branch of the United States government, blah, 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 blah. While such officer or employee is engaged in or on account of the performance of official duties, blah, 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 shall be punished one in the case of murder as provided under section 111. So apparently, yes, if you kill a mailman while he is delivering the mail, that is a federal offense. Hmm. So there you go. We, today's Garfield, we learned a little something. Tune in tomorrow when Garfield is uh, presumably uh, arraigned in federal court. Yeah, I, I guess the FBI would handle the um, the investigation in that case, wouldn't they? Yeah. It would have to be the FBI who would handle that. Yeah. Unless there's a specific Postal Service Enforcement Bureau, which would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway. God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, like we got a, lot of, got a lot of mileage out of this one. <laughs> Being Jim Davis, uh, hashtag podcasting. Yeah. Uh, um, thank you. With a man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. With a man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. With a man and the cat and the left hand panel, leave the right hand panel to God. With the right hand panel to God. This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.